it do guys it's the connection podcast welcome everybody to the connection podcast where in just under an hour or so give or take we're going to dive into the bible and come full circle with god and his word (laughs) i say under an hour or so because the last episode if you watch that was a little over an hour well maybe we'll see but it was a lot it was, a, but it was good. It was really good. It was a good conversation about honest prayers and how we pray those honest prayers and what God wants from us in honest prayers, because we are in a series called help me prayer clout, 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 which is influence. Clout is that kind of weight that someone can carry with them that uh, gives influence over a person or situation. So, Amen. hey, but thank you guys for listening, for tuning in, which is. Perfect for this episode. Can, Very. Can we clout God into? I see where you're going. All right. Put, say that in the <laughs> mic, bro. Hold, that in the mic. Say that in the mic. Cause just add, adding effect, you know? Yeah. I'm like, hey, can you hear me from here? Yeah. Hey, hey. Can you hear me now? No, anyway. <laughs> can we have some sort of clout in God's eyes? It's a good question. Well, you'll you all. Hey, la, la, la. You will all figure out what we are talking about in a second because we had a big long conversation about all of this episode beforehand. We should, have we should. <laughs> dang. Nah, so those are raw thoughts. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. we have to be raw. We I mean, they're it. still going to be raw, but nonetheless. Hey, thank you guys for listening for tuning into this episode. If you haven't listened to the first episode of this series, go back right now, listen to the first one, and then come back to this one, and then watch the second one, all that kind of stuff. But uh, whatever you want. Whatever you want to do, how you already want to do it, but very important. We're talking about prayer and we're learning um, how to pray. We're uh, kind of, <laughs> we're learning the different circumstances in which we pray and the different kinds of prayers that we can pray and what it really means to be powerful in prayer. And that's what we we're hoping for you guys to get out of this is uh, to grow closer to God, to talk to him daily, whether it's with your eyes open or eyes closed or kneeling or standing up or sitting down or whatever it is. Um, and just really learning how to pray a, a powerful prayer that can shift things in your life. So, and as always, continue tagging, sharing, all that kind of stuff. We'll get that at the end. All right. Prayer clout part three. We are talking about the prophet Jeremiah today. Oh, goodness. I say, oh, goodness, because normally when prophets showed up on a situation, they, the people would always ask, uh, do you come in peace? because usually they did not it came as a bad omen that god's like here's the judgment coming um well let's go ahead and jump in because jeremiah's prayers are what we can call breaking prayers or bold prayers you will definitely see how it's a bold prayer later on in this um jeremiah is often called the weeping prophet uh he's also a very reluctant prophet he was like nah i'm too young i really don't want to do what what you're called me to do but Obviously, God's will still prevails in the end. So, mm. well, we're going to jump into this in a kind of a, a strange way uh, when it comes to praying, because normally we, we talk about prayer and we say, all right, God, like I'm, I'm praying for these people and we might make a list in our journals about people to pray for or certain yep. situations to pray for. We all have cousins, families that we Family pray members. For. You pray for yourself. Friends. Yeah. So what about when God tells you not to pray for someone? I know everyone's listening saying, no, nah, God would never say that. God always wants us to pray for others, right? Jesus said that. Pray for others. Well, in Jeremiah, three different occasions, God tells Jeremiah not to pray for the people. And this is a, a challenging conversation. I don't think 
we we'll see how this goes. <laughs> but Jeremiah chapter seven verse sixteen says, so do not pray for this people, nor offer any plea or petition for them. Do not plead with me, for I will not listen to you. He's talking to Jeremiah. And yet again, Jeremiah eleven fourteen says, do not pray for this people or offer any plea or petition for them, because I will not listen when they call me, call to me in the time of their distress. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, didn't you tell me to reach out when I need to know? <laughs> yeah, the prophet's like, well, God, didn't you tell me to like, Go tell them these things. Uh, and then lastly, Jeremiah 14, 11, 12 says, Then the Lord said to me, Do not pray for the well-being of this people. Although they fast, ooh, I will not listen to their cry. Though they offer burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Instead, I will destroy them with the sword, famine, and plague. So a question that we were all talking about earlier that we should talk about now is, do we really believe that God would ever tell us not to pray for people? I don't know who wants to start this, but because <laughs> this is a heavy. Go for it, Matt. No. <laughs> Why not? Not anymore, at least because mm. of Jesus. Expand. I knew I've never heard this podcast. Yeah. About right. I don't I'm know bad. who Jesus is. Yeah. <laughs> In the beginning was this is oh, man. <laughs> again, y'all. Sorry, but this is this is a hard thing because we don't really think about when God tells us not to pray for people. So, why is God saying this here in the Old Testament? Well, yeah, because of the oh, man. I mean, I don't. I just don't know where to start. <laughs> um, I think it's very important to read the context of 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 stuff when you Absolutely. read it and like the you know. Just the relation, like as he was saying, the relationship between God and the people of Israel and that at that time, and then what was going on, and then also what God was planning ahead. That obviously the people of Israel didn't know, but now we do. Yeah. Um, and which is Jesus, and and it's kind of crazy because now, like, we were also talking about how, like, after that's when like uh, the Israelites lost their whole kingdom. Like everything was already crippling down, right? And it was just going down south, and then that was like the last straw where G- where God was like. I'm going to have like other people come and just drag you guys out, you know? And, but it's crazy because even when you were reading that, where he's like, I will not listen to you. Right. That hit me. Cause I was like, there's a difference in there. There's a difference. He's like, and that, cause he's, I think he, he just had it. Like he's, he's like, I'm not going to listen to you, but, and then Jesus comes along. And then when Jesus gets baptized, the father says, this is my son who I am very pleased with. Yeah. In a sense, kind of like he has the clout now. I'm going to listen to him. Mm. You know? In fact, God tells the people, listen to him. When Jesus goes up on the Mount of uh, whatever mountain that was, the Transfiguration. Transfiguration. He tells uh, Peter, James, and John, listen to him. Yeah. He says the same thing. This is my son with whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is is very important that there's a shift. There's a shift happening. So it's interesting, though, that you say that because I noticed that earlier, too, where God's like, I'm not going to listen to you. And then he says that God also switches and says, I will not listen when they call to me. I I won't listen to them. God's like, I'm not listening to anybody anymore. Like, I'm (laughs) (laughs) true. And that's that's the. okay. so what's the point of praying? If God doesn't listen to us, we 
we've said before that God hears every single prayer that we pray. So we read stuff like this, and this is where it gets so challenging. And what you're saying is important with context. I've actually heard somebody say a few weeks ago, I don't know if this is real or not, but it's kind of it's into what we're talking about. Yeah. Somebody once said that God doesn't listen to the prayers of unbelievers. Hmm. And now Dang. that brings the question is like, do y'all believe, is that true? Like, let's say like, there's those people who haven't given their life to God, but they're, they're, they're still saying like, I believe in God, but they, they're not truly saved. Ah. Does God listen to those guys' prayers? I'm going to defer to Oski. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that you're an unbeliever, but like, I don't know, man. I want to know your thoughts. I don't know, because I'm pretty sure there's got to be some sort of character in the Bible that wasn't a believer, you know, and some, like, prayed and had. I just, I can't think of anyone in particular right now, but I'm sure there has to be an example in the Bible. Is it that God doesn't hear their prayers, but God still uses them? Because there are people like that. Oh, God, God, God uses anything. He even uses Satan, yeah, so. But, but. So repeat your question again. So the question is, all right, because we're saying that God told Jeremiah to like stop praying. And you said that God was basically like, I ain't hearing none of y'all anymore. Right. I'm going to hear my son, Jesus, right? And we know because of what Jesus did, like now we have access to the throne of grace. Where it says, come, yep, yep, it yep. says, come boldly to the throne of grace. And because of that, we have direct relationship, like you said. So now because of Jesus, he's the one who has our, our prayers are heard because of him he, so now that's why i'm asking do unbelievers get that same direct access through prayer with it being heard or is god like like he's not even paying attention to their prayers because he's like yo well you don't have any relationship well but then why would a why would they be praying in the first place <laughs> well know? because it, okay i get i get it no i know i get it i get it but there is people out there who are like I've I've heard a lot of times where people saying. are like, I've prayed to God, but I just don't feel anything. But it's like you know, but you know, not no judgment to those people, but you yeah. know those people like are those type of people that say, I believe in God, but they also believe in Buddha and all that stuff, you know? And it's right. kind of like, are you really a believer? Are you really a disciple of Jesus? And not not to cast judgment, but it's like maybe that's why they're confused. And maybe that's why there's the lack of 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 answered prayer because they're not putting their faith in jesus christ you know dang bro (laughs) you stumped us on that one that's a hard question like okay let me let me rewind here a second and because when you said something i had a thought because there's a verse somewhere i don't remember where it is but where it talks about Right, Jesus sits at the right hand of God. After he, after he's resurrected, he's ascended to the Father. He's ascended into heaven again, and it says that Jesus is the one who kind of pleads our case before God. Yeah. Yes. So what you're saying is interesting because, like, what we're saying here is that God has made up His mind. So is God still the same, but now we have an intercessor before us where we didn't before? There was no one other than the prophets. And if God's saying, I'm not going to listen to any of you, there was no one to, to like to intercede. Like, wait, 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 yeah. but, 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 but God, right. like, like, yeah. Let and me- we, we'll, we see that with characters in the Bible like Abraham previously. And we'll talk about Abraham maybe next time or in a few episodes, but 
it's just very interesting because we were asking that kind of question earlier amongst ourselves, like, well, can we change God's mind? And we'll, I'd probably get more into that with Abraham when he talks about Sodom and Gomorrah, but like, this, this is, my, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this because, do you understand what I'm saying? Because we have, you're saying that now we have Jesus. He has uh, kind of, he's now our intercessor with God. He, ha, he goes before God and pleads our case before him. Keep going. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So God's the same, but now Jesus is that middle ground where he bridged that gap, right? So it's kind of like, okay, well, is God still the same where he like, are there moments that God has had that we just don't know about where God's like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm tired of waiting. It's over. And Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Hold up. Hold up. There's a person right here. Like, like you said, you would, you told Abraham, you know, that kind of thing. You would spare the city for this many people. Like, does that still have, I don't, obviously we don't know the answer, but. I, I believe so. Because like, even where that Bible verse, where it has Jesus as like our intercessor, right. our high priest and stuff, it says that because he was made in flesh and, God. He, and he was tempted and everything that he relates to us. So now God knows how we feel. And it's kind of like, no, 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 no. Like, you see, this is why Jeremiah was so, because all those guys, all the prophets were intercessors, you know? And like, right. they had they a heart for the people. And it kind of seemed like, okay, God, what's the missing link? Why don't you have that same heart for your people? But now Jesus has that heart because it's God in the flesh. He's like, oh, I, I get Jeremiah now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I get him why he was so like, had the heart for the people. Not saying that God didn't have it. But it's just, it was, God had a different understanding. Not until Jesus came, God in the flesh, he was exactly, like, exactly. all right, I get it now. And it's more like, it carries more clout when Jesus does right. it because it's God himself than Jeremiah, uh, you know? Yeah. Which gives whole, a whole different depth of meaning to what it means when Jesus was fully God, fully human. Because now being that intercessor, it, it, sorry guys, this is just getting to a whole theological concept here. But... Jesus being that intercessor, he now knows better than anyone else what it's like to be human, to be yeah. sitting at God's right hand. No one else is sitting next to God like Jesus is, yeah. right? You're going to say something. I was just going to say exactly that. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, if, I mean, you're right. I don't want to mess up your flow. No, going, going, I don't even know if I'm flowing, but I'm just mind dumping right now. No, because, <laughs> so here's the thing is you have Jesus, right? We look at Jesus as the, the middle man, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just saying. Prophets were those middlemen yeah, yep, at right, the time. Right. What's the difference between an Ezekiel, a Jeremiah, Isaiah, and all these other prophets from Jesus? What's that difference? Come on, you guys know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> He's God. Exactly. Right. That he is a, a piece of, fully a piece of, <laughs> fully a piece of God, fully God, but fully human. So it's like, I am it, but I'm only a piece of it. Now y'all, oh my. You done? Yeah. <laughs> now, okay. So now this goes back to covenant. Oh, because yeah, God yeah. made a covenant with Israel. I was like, all right. And eventually he's like, you know what? Y'all can't keep your end of this. Right. So I'm going to fulfill this. And who fulfilled it all? Jesus, Jesus. fulfilled it all. Yep. So now because Jesus, he he's the intercessor. He's a, So he fulfilled it all. And now that's why, maybe that's why God was all like, you know what, Jeremiah, shut up. Because I'm done with this. I'm going to fulfill there, it. I'm going I'm to gonna, I'm gonna fulfill it now. Yeah. It's my turn. Because y'all keep messing up, even you. So I'm shut up and let me handle it. <laughs> and then Jesus comes in and he handles it. Yeah. And he's like, all yeah. right, like, let me, let me do what I need to do. Yeah. That's absolutely right. 
So going back to the <laughs> so, so going I want to ask Oscar the question now. Going back to the question. Oscar's like no. The main, <laughs> going back going back to the main point. Yeah. Do we really believe that God would ever tell us not to pray for people? In this time and day, like in our time now, I don't think he would. Why is that? Just because of Jesus. But why is that? Like why Jesus? so like if i if if we're in a situation where um noah's down in the dumps right yeah but he needs prayer but with his own i'm just using an example his own hard-headedness is like nah i ain't gonna do anything that that you're praying for at that point is it a lost cause or do you keep praying I feel like, like, is there a personal experience you have with that? Like a family member? I mean, because if I'm asking you, I'm asking you because like, turn the tables on yourself. Yeah. You've always said in your testimony that, that, you know, people have been praying for you yeah. to change and to finally come to church and make it a part of your life. Is, oh, okay. And they kept mean. praying. So yeah. you're on the other side of it. Yeah. How would you feel if that person would stop praying for you? Knowing what feel, you know now. Yeah, I would feel horrible. And I feel like it does come <laughs> to <laughs> No, but I think it's so interesting you brought that up because I'm not going to lie with, with um, my dad. He's been struggling with his walk. Like he's the type of person that he'll pray and he won't get an answer and he'll get angry. Mm. So he wrestles with God a lot. And for me, like I've been praying to God, like, yo, like bring this man back to you. Like, I know he has a big calling on, on his life, but mm -hmm. like he's struggling so much because sometimes I hear him talk about God and I'm like, you have so much passion for, for God and his word and just for him, you know, but you struggle with him so much that he hasn't been able to use you the way he planned, like planned for, uh, to use you this whole time. Mm -hmm. And for me, I just got to a point where, you know what, like I'm gonna pray for my dad, but it, it just got to a point where like, you know what, God, I feel like I'm at a point now where I'm going to have to influence this man just by living my life. Uh, hey, so on. it's it's not even about like praying. You just you get to a point where God's just telling like, you know what, just stop and live it out. Exactly. And that's exactly what I'm like I'm doing right now. Like I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I stopped praying for my dad, but that's because I'm believing that God's using me through the way I'm living. So, so in, a, in a form, pray for him. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, but. You're praying for him by Living it out, exactly. living it out by example, because, and exactly, and that's where I wanted to get with it. Is like I'm so glad you, you did it, like to to get to that point because now it helps us understand that okay, when when God tells Jeremiah, like oh don't pray for them, we have to we have to think of it as God, like like Matt said, like God's like I got a plan, don't worry. Is something's gonna happen? Something's gonna work out. So don't worry about them. Don't pray for them. Live how you need to. Exactly. Yeah. Keep doing what I've called you to keep doing. And that's what, that's what we talked about in the first episode was that sometimes prayer requires an action, right? Because sometimes praying and praying and praying, like you can do that and you should do that, but God's like. If you would actually just live your life, like what you're saying, Oscar, if you would just live your life, they would see that and that would make a greater influence on them then. Because I'm just sure praying. in your situation, Oscar, with like being 
around some was it your grandmother you said that like kind of was really hoping you'd get to church oh that was my aunt your aunt yeah Yeah. your aunt i knew it was one of your family members but like your aunt i'm sure she got to a point where she was just like all right i've been praying nonstop for this kid like i'm just gonna like god's got get into action with it (laughs) and i'm sure that's when she started to like wake you up early and be like i'm gonna be there like you need to be up you know and so i think you hit it right on the on the head like which which goes into the principle behind all this is is the yielding right Mm -hmm. part of that pray acronym the uh see if i can remember off the top of my head uh what was the p prayer uh press Press, thank you (laughs) good lord press request Uh, <laughs> <laughs> forgive us agree <laughs> I, I was trying i couldn't remember it this is the third episode today we're we're <laughs> our minds are fried don't tell them that sorry <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean we're fresh <laughs> press request agree yield jeremiah is learning the yield part of this where it's like god god's plan is still happening but god's grace is also still happening too where he's like this is not the end right jesus is coming but judgment still coming before all of this too so but the principle with all of this is is let god lead you know let god lead where it's like i've, I've prayed and prayed and prayed and now it's like okay what do you need me to do oh, i'm sorry this is gonna challenge it again go ahead Did, so when okay so when jeremiah is coming up because i'm thinking about it in my situation too when jeremiah comes up to god and is and and, and god is like no don't pray for these people and you know i'm sure jeremiah's like yo yo whoa 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 like why not like you're a good god you're supposed to be doing this but let's think about it did did god ask jeremiah to pray for them in the beginning hmm (laughs) i mean we would but like i'm sure there's points in your life where we feel a tug to pray for somebody Mm. But let me just challenge. I love challenges. Challenge your your faith with it. Exactly. All who are listening, but like, is God really asking you to pray for that person? Mm. Dang. Yeah. Like who? Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know, like, it, and if where's, it is, then yeah, that's your job. You where's that desire that. coming from? Exactly. So is that yeah. now Gosh. becoming a selfish desire right. of right. saying, Lord, like, I want this. For this person, make it happen. No. <laughs> well, because it says that for he has say it, bro. He sent his only son so that nobody would perish. Basically, right? right. John three sixteen. Yeah. 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 So be, that because of that, no. It's never selfish to pray for anybody. If if you're praying for them for salvation, salvation or yeah. a relationship with God, but yeah. but if you're praying like God, like <laughs> may, let her be my girlfriend, be cupid for me. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but for salvation, no. I don't think it's self. But what okay, this is this is perfect because again with this principle of letting God lead, right? That this is where God's agenda and his plan must be the guiding factor in our prayers. Like letting God lead our prayers cuz God will bring people to your mind. The spirit will bring people to your mind to pray for yeah. when you're praying. It just it, like I've had it before where just people all pray for one person, also the next person comes up and the next person comes up. Right, but this is where we have to be in aligned with God's plan. And again, this is Jeremiah. Everyone knows this verse, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. 
But let me go back because verse 10 is important too. Jeremiah 29, 10 to 14 says, this is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Right? God knows the plans I ha- that he has for us. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Okay, this is after we just read that God is telling Jeremiah not to pray for these people because God's like, I have a better plan. What you're saying, Matt. Plans to, pro- plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Then, listen to this, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Well, hold up. God just said, I'm not going to listen to them, but here we are. God's saying, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. And when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. <clears throat> so this is very interesting. This contrast where God's like, don't pray for these people. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to listen to them. But God's like, but when... When the, when the appropriate time has come, when my plan has been set in place, and when the 70 years are over, right? The 70 years in captivity, God is saying, when that's over, then I will hear them. I will hear your prayer. So, that, okay. So, right in the first episode, we talked about there are sometimes unanswered prayers. Because you can't tell me that all those people who were in captivity weren't praying to God. Like we have to, we have to assume that there was at least one person praying who was in captivity and God's like, I'm not going to hear them. Yeah. But so <clears throat> get my mind going here. Where am I going? So we have to, we have to allow God's plan and his agenda to be the guiding factor in our prayers because God's saying when, when this has happened, then you will seek me and you will find me. And that goes back again to what we said about um, the, unan- yeah, the unanswered prayers. So maybe there's a time when we have unanswered, unanswered prayers, but there's a bigger agenda God is pushing forward. There is a bigger purpose God is pushing forward than just our, maybe sometimes immediate concerns, maybe they seem bigger than that, but God's like, yes, I understand that. But I, there is something greater at work that you don't see that has to be accomplished first. Mm-hmm. Which is challenging. We don't want to hear that. We want to hear immediate gratification right now, God. Yeah. And we're about to see that with Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah offers a complaint to God, and God answers immediately. And it's just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> so, Shut down. Yeah. So, okay. With all of this, would God ever tell us not to pray for people? I think today, no. Jesus prayed for everybody. Jesus prayed for disciples, for his disciples, for the people. There's, we're going to see that when we get to Jesus and his prayers, that Jesus does indeed say like pray for everybody we just read last time philippians 4 6 i think where it's like pray and on all occasions and don't be anxious and pray for everything right that includes other people but with this it's it's really it's the aligning our prayers with god it's it's getting in in alignment with his will which is hard because again we kind of want to push sometimes our own our own thoughts our own desires forward and God's like, you have to let me kind of lead sometimes and get in alignment with my will, right? And this is where the, this, these, are, these are breaking prayers, right? Because this is where we have to surrender and say, all right, God, like, I don't- It's in your hands. Like. It's in your hands. I don't agree with it. You don't have to agree with God because he's still God and it's his plan, right? You don't have to agree with God. That's okay. I want to make that clear. Like, anybody who's listening, you don't have to agree with God. 
And you should check. You should like talk to him about that because you gonna learn. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the breaking prayers. Let's let's. Yeah. It's easier though if you do. <laughs> yeah. So again, that that was that was a lot, and you might have to go back and listen to that a few times just to wrap your mind around it because it's it's challenging. These kinds of questions, and these are challenging questions that we want to talk about with prayer because we can face these situations where why isn't God answering my prayer? Well. There might be something greater happening that you don't see, right? Yeah. So let's go and read. I'm not going to read this whole thing just for time's sake. Um, but Jeremiah has a complaint or he has a prayer. And this is bold, y'all. This is a really good example of a bold prayer. And this is Jeremiah chapter 12 uh, verses. Let's just do one to four. He says, you are always righteous, Lord, when I bring a case before you. Right. And he's like, okay, you're, you're the judge. You're always righteous. Yet, what I would speak with you about your justice. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why do all the faithless live at ease? We talked about that in the last episode. Verse 2, you have planted them and they have taken root. They grow and bear fruit. You are always on their lips, but far from their hearts. Yet, you know me, Lord, and you see and test my thoughts about you. Hello, Psalm 139, if you remember that. Drag them off like sheep to be butchered. Set them apart for the day of the slaughter. How long will the land lie parched and the grass in every field be withered? Like Jeremiah just keeps going and going and going. He's like God, like, why are the why are the faithless and the crooked and the wicked prospering? Right? He's like, I want to speak to you about your justice, God. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And Job kind of does the same thing. But God actually answers immediately after this and says, basically, in a nutshell, like, if you can't handle this, how are you going to handle what's ahead of you? Like, there's actually more for you, but if you can't handle what is happening now, how can I expect you to handle what I'm about to give you? Or what you're about to get. Or what you're about to get. (laughs) They were still not getting what they were supposed to get. (laughs) And he was like, bro, if you complain right now, what's going to come? Because I ain't listening to you. (laughs) It's like, you're going to suffer wrath? Like, it's going to be bad for you. So this is bold. And I like this because, Jeremiah, I mean, Again, Jeremiah is kind of under the influence. Uh, not under the influence. <laughs> under the influence. <laughs> it might have been. Who knows? Jeremiah. I don't know. Under the influence of the Holy <laughs> <laughs> But right, so Jeremiah is like, hey, like you've given me some clout. I want to bring this before you. Like this doesn't make sense. I want to challenge you, God. Like why is this happening? And I think we need to get a little bit more bold in our prayer sometimes too. And we're like, hold up, God. Like what's going on here? And that's a dangerous thing to pray too, because God will answer you and like he did with Job, right? And be like, where were you when I created the foundations of the earth? Just like, ugh. That's so interesting you say that because, um, so what you were saying basically is that we don't know God's plans always. And that's why we get a no, right? Right. And that was basically why God was using, uh, or like all their neighboring uh, other countries mm-hmm. were being prospered was because they were being disobedient. So the original intent was for God to bless Israel so that everybody else around them could see how blessed Israel is and so they can know that the true God is the God of Israel. Right. But they were being disobedient, <clears throat> so he prospered the opposite to <clears throat> get them into captivity. Mm. So that was the plan. Dang. So and but but Jeremiah didn't see it because he was seeing it from his perspective. So that's why God it was like, bro, like I'm bringing them up to get you guys into captivity to do what I need to do. Ultimately, and ultimately bring, you back bring to Jesus yeah. and all that stuff. And, and 
but he he wasn't gonna explain. Like God never sits on the table with us and like, well, this is what I'm doing. It yeah, for. well, actually, like, I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing it. Like God, <laughs> draw like, bullet like, nah. points on the. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense now? Uh, like, <laughs> nah, he's like, don't challenge me, bro. You don't understand what I'm doing. It's okay. Just stay in your lane. <laughs> so okay, then let me ask this question: How do we, how do we struggle, and how do we, how do we wrestle with that? Maybe Oscar, you can talk about this. But like when we get to the point where we are in a place of not understanding something God is doing, how do you, how do we begin to yield to God's plan? That's a hard one. Because people want to know, right? They're like, well, I'm struggling with this situation too. How do I let go of that? I think you just got to get with God and allow help, have him help you give you the strength to let go sometimes. Like even with me, I was talking about in the last episode, as far as like um, what I'm going through uh, in my personal relationship with someone, you know, and having to let go, like it's not easy, but I'm having to get strength from God every single day where I'm, he, he is, he is giving me that strength to let go. And I'm walking in peace with, with him, you know, and it's been beautiful, but that's the thing that I feel like you just got to ask God to help you. It's not always going to be easy to let go. And you don't have the strength. Like none of us have. Like that's why we need him, you know? So I think that's. So what are some practical things you've done? Like, have you been praying more? Have you been praying at certain times? Or like. Honestly, I've been so intentional with my time now, just reading the word and spending time with him. Um, and that's just it. Just having a conversation like we were talking about in the first few episodes, not overcomplicating it. And yielding like actually stopping and hear him because i feel like sometimes we sit we get so caught up having a one-way conversation where it's like okay you're you're talking you're doing all the talking but are you letting god talk to you you know and for me it's like i don't i don't think i am sometimes so it's definitely um been life-changing right now actually pausing and i like actually hearing him talk to me which is not always easy so another key right letting god letting god speak sometimes <clears throat> and to your point this was god's way of pausing israel wow. and setting them on pause he was yeah, like yeah, yeah we tried it your way that's the relationship factor yeah but god wants to show people like he'll let you have your way because of relationship <laughs> but also to show you that his ways are higher exactly to show yeah. you his ways are higher yeah exactly. just like with solomon you know like he gave them what they wanted but what to eventually show them that jesus was higher yeah to show them that the true king is higher so god will let you have what you want for a for a while but just to teach you something and that's what you're saying like you Ooh. know sometimes god puts you on a, after you keep trying to put god and on hold He'll be like, all right, my turn. Let me put you on hold now. And, and that's why you ain't getting no text back. And, all and that's why you ain't getting no call back. <laughs> and that's why you don't get the bike you wanted. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and that's all you're, you're, all you're doing at that moment is really setting yourself up for worse feelings later on. Like you're just kind of setting yourself up for a worse ah, consequence or just more struggle later on down the road. Like if, and we're all guilty of that, right? None of us are perfect and just like, all right, everything is yours, God. Like, we all have the, those little areas where we're just like, eh, no, I don't want to let go. No, nah, not that one. You can, nah. That. Yeah. What, that nah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, okay. Going back to the first episode, one of the bodily postures that they talked about, that, we, that the Bible talks about in prayer, is lifting our hand, right? That's a sign of surrender. That's, maybe some of us need to get more of this kind of posture when we start praying with God. It's like, 
not my like this none of this is mine because we want to do this right we want to kind of close up sometimes and say well yeah but like or we'll do we'll do we'll do this we'll do the one hand lift right yeah. we'll just do the one <laughs> yeah i got this one thing i got in my pocket you know down here but god's like i want both hands open to me i want you to be able to pray to me where you're saying like god none of this is mine until you gotta do what you gotta do if you need this god it's never mine to begin with so here it is back to you good you know that also brings another question now because <laughs> this like, is a question the episode. posture bro like all right so the posture right that could be so freeing but if we don't do it in the presence of god then he'll use our enemies to like same posture to snatch it away for example from us. like this is like the common prayer posture right here right right if you're praying but normal kind of thing because we because 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 israel wasn't doing it and he wasn't on they weren't on their knees doing this they did it in the presence of their enemies mm. where they were chained up and they're on their end. Uh, and they also even have them on their knees sometimes where they're going to get beheaded and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like, they didn't want to do it in the presence of God, but God still had them doing it in the presence of the enemies. Right. You know what I'm saying? The posture was still the same, but yeah. depending on who you're facing at that point can yeah. make a huge difference. And your enemies will have no mercy on you. No. While God will. <laughs> Dang. That brings up a whole nother topic about like even all those bodily positions can be taken that way. Like depending on whose presence you're in. Mm. I think what sums this up Dang. nicely is that uh, I mentioned it in the in the in the introduction episode um, that God loves when we come to Him with questions and i want to say conflict but like going back and forth wrestling yeah because that's where you get to know yourself in a way that you never thought you would you know you get to yeah. understand your your thought process like like you know like with you what you said like you were coming to god and saying oh i don't, I don't experience that like why is it i'm still having issues with this and then you realize you're like, oh my goodness, I'm a lot more of this way than I thought I'm I was. So much more angry than I thought I was. Like I thought I was angry. <laughs> I th I'm more greedy. Like um, I'm more selfish than I thought I was. Mm. Like my goodness. Which leads us. Well, I, I was going to say like. Yeah, go ahead. It just it backs it up that it is okay for you to come to God with these tough questions. Oh, absolutely. Like. God loves it when you do. Who else are we going to go to like with these things in life? But that, that goes back to Psalm 139, 23 to 24, right? Our, our, our anchor scripture for this series, because it, it's exactly that. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting, right? Search me, test me, purify me, lead me. Had Israel done this, we'd have been much better off. But we all get to the point where we aren't doing this and we go through the same thing where it's like, oh, dang, I'm struggling. All right, God, you got to search me again. You got to test me. You got to purify me. You need to lead me. So again, go to Psalm 139, pray that prayer over your life and... <laughs> Prepare to get un uncomfortable because it's not going to be fun. So, and as always, the principle with our pray acronym, press, request, agree, yield, right? Just pray that kind of way. 
you know, press into God, tell him how good he is, how faithful he is, remind him of the things he's done in your life, uh, request things of him uh, in an in a unselfish way and um, get in agreement with him or with someone else about a situation that you want to change and then yield to his will and yield to his leading in his direction. Anything else on this episode? This was, uh, I just. This is one of those things. This is, for, to me, what sums all this up in a sentence. I was like, do it. Prayer. It's like that expression, you know, you talk the talk, but do you walk the walk? Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you pray the prayer, but, but are you living the prayer? Put some action to your prayer. You know, so that's, if there's anything you take away from this, is that what you pray for, you also need to, you need to put in the work. Like, yeah, you need to walk it. You can't just ask for it or uh, be frustrated with God and then yell at Him for why that situation is. You also have to do your part. Yeah, you know, bro, so. I, my bad, bro. Nope. I love that. No, nope. I really love that because I've noticed that every time I pray, God always reveals something, and the revelation brings action. There's an action associated, and with you're it. just like, oh, I'm greedy. So now what? Am I, I going to sit back down on my bed and just watch YouTube videos all day like I've been doing on biking? Or am I going to actually see what I need to do about this? But yeah. yeah. Whether I got to change a habit or I need to send a text message and forgive somebody for something that I haven't forgiven them for. Or I need to talk to somebody and get some help or whatever it is. I need to throw stuff away in my fridge because I can't stop eating this one thing. It's killing my body. I don't know, you know? What are, like these? So, and along with that too, like don't be afraid to wrestle with God. It's oh, not yeah. fun. It's uncomfortable and it hurts. But don't be afraid to wrestle because He wants that. I really believe God wants us to wrestle with Him because we will actually come away. You ho- you will have a limp, right? Like Jacob, like Jacob. But you will have a new revelation, and you will come away changed in a different way than he's gonna hit that little spot. Oh. That's why he touches him like that. He just gives him a look. And then that's when, like, Matt, that little is when Matt was like, oh, I am greedier than I thought. And right. he's just walking away like, ah. <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> you might limp, but that limp will probably go away. Walk with the limp. Even if- <laughs> walk with the limp, you walk with the testimony. That's right. That becomes your testimony. Yeah. I love it. All right. You walk with the limp, you a real crit. <laughs> shout out to all the crips. All right, guys, we're gonna end that episode there just for sake of time and complicated theory, money, theology, and all kinds of stuff. But uh, <laughs> said money. money ain't no money involved. No. Um, but hey, we are gonna offer a prayer right now for everybody that you can say along. Even if you already are saved and and have that relationship with Christ, we want you guys to want to invite you guys to pray along with us for everyone who is coming for the first time. But uh, this prayer is offered for everyone who wants to come to Christ and have a uh, a new life with Him and have that salvation moment. So, most important prayer you could ever pray in your life. I'm gonna say it, and then everyone else can repeat it. So, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, thank you for the life you gave me. Thank you for the life you gave me. Today, I'm choosing. Today, I'm choosing to follow you. To follow you and invite you in. And invite you in to be my Lord and Savior. To be my Lord and Savior. I believe you came for me. I believe you came for me. Died for me. Died for me. And rose again. And rose again. Just for me. Just for me. This is my new start. This is my new start. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hey, if you just made that decision for the first time, welcome to the family. You have made the best decision. That was one of the most powerful prayers you have ever prayed in your life. 
and there's nowhere to go but and up it gets from here. Better. And they get better. So, <laughs> um, hey, if you did pray that, we want to hear from you guys. Send us an email, connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in those DMs on Instagram. Tag us in stories. Yes. Like us on our posts. Subscribe. Notification bell. Like. Share us. Send. Subscribe. Hey. We haven't said this one yet. Send this to to someone who needs to hear it. Send this message on YouTube or po- podcast, it. whatever you listen, however you're listening. Send it, share it with a friend right now, and let them hear about this right now. Right now, or else curse. Share this right now, or else you'll experience three days of curse. Three days of drought. <laughs> no, I that no. All right, guys. Well, we hope you are enjoying the series and we hope you enjoyed this episode and have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out. Peace out.